0: From the capital city, I'm Kevin Allen. A memorial Sunday honored the World War II era light cruiser USS Juno. American Legion Occupy Post 25's Duff Mitchell began the memorial.
1: The USS Juno served distinguishedly. I'd just like to mention that they earned five battle stars for her participation in the Solomon Islands, Buna, Falsey Tunnel All Raid, on 5 October 1942. The Battle of Santa Cruz Islands, 26 October 1942, and the Naval Battle of Guadalcanal, 12-13 November 1942. If you notice, those dates are all October, November, December 7, 1941 was the bombing of Pearl Harbor, and our country committed itself full heartedly and threw itself into the war. And many people feel the Battle of Guadalcanal was the turning point of the Pacific.
0: Lieutenant Commander Chris Sutton of the U.S. Navy. The chaplain for the 17th U.S. Coast Guard District gave the invocation and benediction. Governor Mike Dunleavy gave the keynote address.
1: This, this fighting ship, named after the great city of Juneau, took part in a war many years ago, the 80th anniversary. When you think about it, if you could put yourself in the place
0: of the Navy sailors on that ship. A lot of those kids were 17 years old, 18 years old, 19 years old. During this pivotal battle, because these were dark times during World War II, we had suffered a major defeat in um, Pearl Harbor. We didn't know what the outcome was going to be. Our our sailors and our soldiers didn't know what the outcome was going to be. They heeded the call. The Juno was in the South Pacific, as was mentioned, the Santa Cruz Island uh, battle there, Guadalcanal, and they uh, they were screening for at least two aircraft carriers that were sunk at that time, the Hornet and the Wasp. They rescued about 1,600 men off of one of those sinkings. Community members in Juneau gathered at Centennial Hall Friday to recognize Veterans Day. Friday's ceremony was hosted by the Veterans of Foreign Wars Post 5559 and American Legion Bay Post 25. Alaska Army National Guard Lieutenant Colonel David Jerva provided the keynote address.
1: We gather here today to celebrate Veterans Day on the anniversary of the armistice that ended World War I on the 11th hour. The 11th day in the 11th month. Any day is a good day to thank a veteran for their service. However, particularly important on the on November 11th, otherwise known as Veterans Day. Initially meant to celebrate world peace and then and the end of World War One, Veterans Day has evolved into a holiday honoring current and former members of the U.S. forces.
0: Juno you know, soloist Elizabeth Dejali sung the national anthem. Alaska Army National Guard Chaplain Lieutenant Colonel Kirk Thorstensen offered the benediction and invocation. Also on Friday was a ceremony and luncheon hosted by the Southeast Alaska Native veterans and was hosted at the Elizabeth Pradovich Hall. Special guest retired Army Major General Richard Muston traveled from Tampa to be a part. It was the first time a Major General attended the ceremony. Muston said he had served for just over 34 years and spoke to what it meant to him to be a part of the ceremony. Very passionate about their service
1: and, they, and things that they've contributed to the nation, and that stands out, and, and they take a lot of pride in what they've done. So, they, I mean, that really stands out, and you see that in the room as you talk to the
0: veterans. Commander William Ozzie Shakely spoke to how it felt to have the community back for Veterans Day.
2: Veteran Day, to me, means just we can honor all those veterans who weren't able to come out. A lot of them stay home a lot. Here they get together and join other people. We lost a lot of veterans the last three or four years. When a veteran dies, they're allowed one flag gold that it present to them. That's why I brought this flag, to remember all those veterans who died.
0: Outreach and Senior Services Librarian with Juno Public Libraries, Andy Hirsch, talked about the Americans' And the Holocaust exhibit.
3: Americans in the Holocaust is a traveling exhibit that was put together by the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum and the Americans and the American Library Association. It is based off a larger exhibit that is at the DC United States Holocaust Memorial Museum, and this exhibit is traveling to fifty different libraries. Um, throughout the the United States, and we are so thrilled and happy to be one of those libraries. The last day to see the exhibit is December 20th. It's at the Mendenhall Valley Public Library.
0: This Thursday, there will be a lecture and drop-in sessions available for Alaskan newspaper research at the APK building on the State Library's floor.
3: Eric Schmaltz is the community manager for the History Unfolded project. History Unfolded is a project run by the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum that looks at what did Americans know, like what was reported in the newspapers at the time that certain events happened. Alaskan newspapers that are not included because they're only available on microfilm, so they haven't been digitized yet. Anybody can drop in anytime. 1015 to 1145 in the morning, or 1:30 to 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Noon, he's going to do a talk.
0: On December 20th at 6 p.m., the last day of the exhibit, Juno families will share their stories at the library. Social media and content creator at the Mendenhall Mall, Geneva Earls, talked about Saturday's annual turkey trot.
4: For the turkey trout, we have people come in and they're going to donate food before they walk their 10 laps around the mall. We're mostly doing it just to get more canned food, but also to get more patrons in here to walk and participate in the shopping, because we do have markets going on also, so you can shop while you walk.
0: The food donated Saturday will be split among local food banks. Earl's talked about their
4: prizes. And then at the end, when you're done walking your 10 laps, you can get a raffle ticket. The raffle ticket with your name and number on it will be, we will pull them on either Sunday or Monday, and you can win one of these gift baskets. We do have way more prizes coming. All the shops in the mall have been donating to us, even some of the marketers. So we have about 30 people in the mall together, 30 businesses, and so far, 29 of them have donated.
0: She said they have been working on making the locally owned mall a community space.
4: So this is a big, kind of like grand opening of everything. We are trying to make sure that there is an event going on almost every month. This is something that is really big to us because we're not only giving back to the community, but the community is helping us give back.
0: Earl said Gray Friday is coming up next weekend and Black Friday will follow that.
4: Gray Friday, it will be on Friday, going all the way to Sunday, and it will be just normal hours for the mall, maker's markets going on, and then we will also have a lot of businesses having sales. I do know that Rainforest, for one, is doing a Gray Friday sale of for their memberships. you can also drop your kid off there if you have a membership, and they'll watch your kid for two hours while you shop. We will be open at 7 a.m. for Black Friday, too.
0: Treasurer for the Juno Gun Club, Mark Kepler, talked about an event next weekend.
1: Annual Thanksgiving turkey shoot this year is Saturday, November nineteenth. It's from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and it's at the Juno Gun Club and the Alaska Department of Fish and Game Hunter Education Facility. That's at 5670 Montana Creek Road.
0: Kapler said how to win prizes.
1: There's several activities that you can do: archery, rifle, pistol, shotgun uh, with clay target. There's no admission fee. It's free to open to the public, and then you have events in, within those activities that you get to uh, try your skill at hitting a bullseye or breaking a clay target, which could win you a turkey. And there's also games of chance that you don't even need to shoot, but you can pay a small entry fee and get uh, in the games of chance. And if you're the lucky winner, you'll walk away with a turkey. Um, right now we have 60 turkeys to give away and 40 gift cards.
0: And spoke to how the event's sponsored.
1: The event uh, is hosted by the Juno Gun Club, the Alaska Department of Fish and Game Building, Juno Shooting Sports Foundation, and the Juno Archery Club.
0: Juno's Clinkett and Haida Community Council President Rhonda Butler talked about Saturday's Turkey Drive
2: we are doing our annual thanksgiving turkey drive and we call it a drive because we're doing the distribution outside in the past couple years with the pandemic distribution for our tribal citizens here in juneau as a drive-through event
0: she said they distributed every
2: our amount of turkeys that we have is 700 turkeys we've been doing distributions here for our community in juneau for our tribal citizens for quite a few years and that's about the average household that we have here in Juno.
0: She said the event was made possible by the volunteers. Nami Juno held its comedy for a cause fundraiser over the weekend after a th- three-year wait due to the pandemic. Aaron Serma, executive director of Nami, talked about Saturday's event. Tonight is our annual fundraiser, Comedy for a Cause. Tom Cosgrove, our MC, will say it's more laughter for a cause. It's, there's a variety of shows. We have some people who are comics. We also have someone who's a storyteller, a person who's an illusionist and mentalist, and a drag performer tonight. And spoke to why it is important for mental health right now. This time of year because it's a hard time of year. You know, everyone who lives here, I think, agrees with that. Just having something that's fun seems more needed in the community right now than it would be in June. We all have a million things we love to do in June, less so in November when it's getting crummy. Comedy because laughter feels good. And, like, laughing with other people in particular feels good. And so if we can walk out of here having spent two hours having a good time, then we can go home and we're hopefully in a slightly better place than we were before showing up. Mandy Cole, executive director for AWARE, talked about AWARE's Women of Distinction.
2: It's our 26th annual Women of Distinction Gala, uh, where the community nominates women who have done kind of extraordinary acts of service for Juno and Southeast. And our board of directors selects from the nominees four honorees each year. And then we throw a big party in March. Those women have an opportunity to talk about what inspires them, what motivates them.
0: Tickets will go on sale in late January for the dinner in March. Cole spoke to one thing all the awardees have in common.
2: All of the women this year are, one, incredibly lovely to talk to. They all have pretty amazing stories. The one thing that I think kind of runs throughout those, those stories is a love of service. They, they all really appreciate the gifts the community has given to them, and they want to gift back, and so they prioritize that in their everyday lives.
0: Never miss a story or a newscast at com. Now you're up to date for News of the North This is Kevin Allen.